Welcome to Blind Date with a Book, the podcast where three literary matchmakers set you up with your next great read using only dating app questions like, do you consider yourself a romantic? What is your dream Saturday? If tattoos only lasted one year, what would you get? What's your go-to karaoke song? This is Blind Date with a Book. Prepare to fall in love. Welcome to Blind Date with a Book, the podcast that sets you up with your book, Meet Cute. I'm one of your hosts, Rachel Mans McKenney, and I'm an author and book reviewer from the Midwest. I'm Elena Nicolau, and I'm the culture editor of Oprah Daily. I'm Kristen Evans, a book critic and culture writer based in Cleveland, Ohio. Today, we're setting up Lisa Stardust, astrologer and writer. We'll use our extremely scientific process of examining answers to dating app questions to help make a match with a great book. Lisa Stardust is a New York City-based astrologer and writer, most recently of Your Saturn Return Survival Guide. She recently read and loved The Lost Apothecary and Witches of New York, and something she admires about her best friend is her sense of humor. Her astrological big three are Gemini Sun, Sag Moon, and Libra Rising, and she fully believes that fall is the best season. Lisa, welcome! Hi, thanks for having me on the podcast today. Absolutely. Well, one of our dating app questions is always astrological big three. And I know nothing about astrology, so that never means anything to me. But um, Kristen and and Elena are great at zeroing in on, on that. <laughs> Lisa, the three of us are Virgo risings. So fun oh, fact, wow. that's all why we all are good co-hosts. <laughs> crazy, crazy, interesting. Yeah. Um, I recently did a project with Tinder Europe that they brought over to Tinder in America. And it was all about like defining the summer of love by Zodiac sign. And I've worked with Bumble before and like a bunch of other dating websites. I've actually used to write a lot for Swipe Life, which used to be Tinder's online resource for articles about astrology and like dating and online and relationships. What are some big misconceptions or things that bug you about the way that people view uh, what you do in astrology? We were just talking about this before we began recording, but astrology has become so popular recently. And I, for one, think it's great. And I'm all about it because I think for me, it's, you know, the community used to be really small. So I kind of like that so many people are more open to that type of thinking in the world right now. But I think that the most main misconception is that you can judge a book by its cover. And that means you can judge someone by their sun sign. It just depends on, I would say, who the person is. I'm one of those people because I do have a Virgo stellium. And I have a Sagittarius moon. I'm always sort of really thinking more that it's like nature versus nurture, nurture versus nature. Like, yes, we have that in us inherently, but also like the circumstances in which we're raised, the way that we choose to use the energy in our day-to-day life is more of like a nurture thing, you know? So yes, like our sun sign does define our egos, but the way we choose to exert it in the day-to-day life is up to us. What is an average day like for you? Well, <laughs> I'll lean in it because I work with her, but 
I usually, I, you know, when I was younger, I used to stay up all night doing work. I used to be a night owl. Now I'm like a morning person. So I usually wake up literally at the crack of dawn while the sun is rising. And I usually like to do some of like my own stuff, like reading and do some writing and come up with different ideas to write articles about really kind of see like what everyone's focusing on on TikTok and on Instagram and my community and really get an understanding about what the shifts are that are happening. Then, you know, I have like my one out of like 10 cups of espresso in the day. (laughs) It's been, it's been a challenge lately. So we're up to like six or something. And then I like deal, I work with clients, like help out my family, do stuff like that. So I always say sometimes that the books are closed towards like the evening, just because I like to have my nighttime's free. I I love pop culture. I'm such a Gemini that I love watching all of those shows at night. You know what I mean? I love binge watching, you know, Netflix and like watching like all of the reality shows. So that's my jam. (laughs) Gemini culture. (laughs) Yeah. I love to be in the know, like, like to read my TMZ. (laughs) I feel like that gets into what I was saying about the misconceptions before. So for me, I am a Gemini, but I've never really related to a lot of the Gemini qualities. Maybe other people have, but for me, it's always been like, I love to like read about the tea online. Hmm. I one I have to know like what celebrities are dating who, like who's like no longer friends, not even because it affects my life, but just because it kind of gives me like that kind of zest of, you know, messiness and drama that I need <laughs> to get through the day. So Oh, I think that'll really connect with some of our recommendations today. I'm excited to see what <laughs> connects with you. <laughs> But does anyone else have any other questions before we move on? Um, Lisa, what keeps you from reading? Like, what's your relationship to reading like right now? Well, because it's the summer, I always like to read, like I said, like salacious, like drama books. So I'm reading all of these like tell-all books that people have written. A book that I recently read was She'll Never Make Love in This Town Again. And my mother, who's a Pisces, saw it in the apartment and she's reading it now because I've been quarantining with her. So I I always like reading those books in like the spring and summer just because, you know, they're beach books, you know, nothing really heavy, just really light. And I also bought, I'm I'm not going to lie, a friend of mine bought me for a gift card for my birthday from Barnes & Noble. So I bought the Angie McCarthy book about the Brat Pack because I thought it would be fun to read at the beat. Yeah, totally. I mean, I grew up in the 80s, so this is totally my vibe. And also I worked at a tea shop and he used to come in a lot of the time to get tea and drinks. So I'm more than interested to see what he has to say about that time period. So and his life. Actually, I was gonna have a I have a recommendation for you. That's a podcast recommendation. TCM just started a second season of their podcast, the Turner Classic Movies. It's called The Devil's Candy. It's all about this huge flop that took place in the 80s um, when they tried to make a, the bonfire vanities into a film. And it's just oh, cool. filled with delicious, delicious decades-old celebrity gossip. It's so much fun. I know. And also another book that I am reading is 
um, Oprah's new book that I just received. I'm going away this week, so I'm bringing it on the plane to read. The reason why I didn't read it was because my mother stole it from me when I got it, and she's been reading it with her book club. So now that they just have their book club meeting today, now I get a chance to read it. So I'm really (laughs) excited to bring that with me as well. Well, Lisa, hopefully we can hook you up with some other good books to bring on your vacation. (laughs) And books that your mom won't steal. (laughs) Lisa, over the next two rounds, we will each introduce you to a book we love. We get points based on how much you like the date we set you up on. So you win no matter what with some great reading recommendations. But one of us will win by being this week's best matchmaker. If we win, we get to play for our favorite indie bookstores. So today I'm going to be playing for Black Pearl Bookstore in Austin, Texas. Alana, who are you playing for? I'll be playing for the Little Boho Bookshop in Bayonne, New Jersey. And Kristen, what indie bookstore are you playing for? I'll be playing for a print bookstore in Portland, Maine. Okay, Lisa, get ready for your literary meet cute. Okay, Elena, let's hear about your first round pick. All right, Lisa, there have been countless remixes, remakes, and retellings of Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice, but has there ever been a queer version in which one of the leads is an astrologer? I think not, until Written in the Stars, a rom-com written by Alexandria Belfour, which came out in late 2020. This delightful novel's version of Elizabeth Bennet is actually named Elle Jones. She's one of the brains behind a popular astrology Twitter account called Oh my stars. And like you, she's teaming up with a dating app. Elle might think that her connection with Darcy, the book's other lead, was written in the stars. But Darcy, a very practical actuary and astrology skeptic, would not think that. Darcy and Elle end up deploying one of the romance genre's favorite tropes, fake dating, to keep their family members from interfering in their love lives. Of course, you don't need a horoscope to predict that feelings brew between the two of them. Darcy and Elle are the perfect example of opposites attracting, and Belle Fleur, with her impressive handle on characterization, shows the fun and the challenge of opposites trying to actually make it work. The book is equally entertaining for astrology lovers and skeptics alike. After all, the world has both Darcy and Elle's in it, but it'll make romantics out of all of us. That is Written in the Stars by Alexandria Belle Fleur. All right, so Elena's first round pick is Written in the Stars by Alexandria Belle Fleur. Kristen, what's your first round pick? All right. Lisa, I thought quite a lot about your love of sweeping historical and ever so slightly fantastical books like The Last Apothecary and The Witches of New York. These made me turn to my favorite novels with rich women characters, switchbacking timelines, and an era of mystery. And actually, right before we hit record on this podcast, we were talking about how much math is actually involved in astrology. So it's fitting that my first pick is The Tenth Muse by Catherine Chung. The novel opens with an invocation to the Greek muses as one is born to every generation. The muse we're about to follow, or so the novel hints, is Catherine, an extraordinary mathematician trying to make her way in a man's profession in the middle of the 20th century. On the cusp of solving the nearly unsolvable Riemann hypothesis, Catherine looks back on her career at the men who stood in her way and the women who never stopped inspiring her climb. This is a novel about family and identity, love and mathematics, and plus there's an intriguing mystery about stolen math proofs thrown in for good measure. I think it will give you some of that epic feeling you seem to crave from the books you enjoy the most. All right, so Kristen's first round pick is The Tenth Muse by Catherine Chung. Okay, from your dating app questions, I zoomed in on a few things for my first pick. First, you consider yourself a romantic, a 
favorite recent read of yours was The Lost Apothecary, as we've already said. And something that impresses you about other people is their motivation. The Lady's Guide to Celestial Mechanics by Olivia Waite has all the romance, historical women in science, and the story of two people striving to be accepted in both love and work. Definitely highly motivated main characters. Even better, it has to do with stars. This historical romance follows a recent widow as she struggles to define her life. When a young female astronomer moves in to look at her deceased husband's research, the two women find a connection with each other, as well as explore their common bond with the stars. These smart-ass women have to prove they're smart enough to make their science known to the wider world while they woo one another. Swoony, fast-paced, and touching, The Lady's Guide to Celestial Mechanics is a great book for someone in search of a happy ending. So your first round picks, Lisa, are Written in the Stars by Alexandria Belfour, The Tenth Muse by Catherine Chung, and A Lady's Guide to Celestial Mechanics by Olivia Waite. Which book would you take out on your first date? Um, well, I do have a Plutonian chart, so I would probably go with Rachel's pick for the first date (laughs) to get a little intense and deep at first. Then I like to have fun. (laughs) That's excellent. Okay. Well, I think you'll definitely enjoy them. I loved Alina and Kristen's picks and I will be reading those as well. Um, has anyone else ever read either of the other picks? I read the tenth muse and I loved it. It's such it's like the definition of a hidden gem. Like I feel like people didn't talk about it enough, but I that book stayed with me a lot. And there is a very and the romance in it is really compelling too. I mean, it's like a different kind of romance because there's so much math in it, but um the human element in that book is it's just so moving. I loved it. And I I also read Written in the Stars, and I can attest that that is a really fun read. I think I read it in maybe a day and a half. I just sit down and sort of tore through it. And there are definitely Pride and Prejudice connections, but I I think that it also writes itself in a really surprising way. And I thought the family relationships were really interestingly explored in it as well. I read Written in the Stars, and I used it in an article for Teen Book Vogue when it came out, and I really enjoyed it. Okay, so you have read it. Okay, this is important for our point system because yes. if you've read it and you enjoyed it, then Elena gets 10 points for that pick, even though you didn't end up selecting it. Oh, cool. So she, Yay, still, gets she still gets credit for understanding your taste, which is great. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I will get 20 points because you chose A Lady's Guide to Celestial Mechanics. And Kristen, you just sold that book to me. Um, So I will be purchasing it from a local indie bookstore. (laughs) Nice. I get points in my heart. You get (laughs) in indie bookstore heaven. Okay. We'll be back with our second round picks in just a moment. All right, we're back. It's a new round of book recommendations and the same point system. Elena, do you want to start us off? Yes. Okay, Lisa. So in your questionnaire, you wrote that The Witches of New York was one of your favorite recent reads. Well, the book I'm about to recommend is also about a society of women in New York, um, the kind that you, we all might want to be a part of. A Special Place for Women by Laura Hankin came out earlier this year, and it's set within an all-women's social club called Nevertheless. Think the wing, but even more secretive. For most people, its existence is nothing but a rumor. The main character, Jillian, sets out to infiltrate the club to save her journalism 
career. So begins a journey into a legendary corner of New York where powerful women may actually have a say in shaping the city's future. The book is a send-up of millennial women's values where girl boss energy mingles with astrology. Speaking of which, the book weaves in a lot of esoteric themes that I think will really interest you. For one, one of Nevertheless's founders is an astrologer, and not long into the book, Jillian gets a super accurate tarot reading that portends her future. The scene is especially fun if you know your way around the cards and you know what the Ten of Swords means for her quest. I could wax on about how this book sits at the intersection of incredibly entertaining beach read, genuinely funny, and really, really thought-provoking. However, you're going to have to trust me on it. Just know that the book has an awesome twist that based on your questionnaire, I think you're going to love and appreciate. This is A Special Place for Women by Laura Hankin. Read it for the twist. All right. So Elena's round two pick is A Special Place for Women by Laura Hankin. Okay, Kristen, what's your round two pick? Well, it's interesting that Elena brings up the tarot. I almost went in that direction for my second pick, but then just decided to head straight into the heart of the Gothic. Um, When Sarah Perry's novel, The The Essex Serpent, burst onto the scene in 2017, I instantly fell in love with it. It's set in 1800s England and follows a widow, Cora Seaborn, who would much rather be squelching around in the mud looking for fossils than doing more ladylike things. When Cora hears rumors of a monster in the estuary, she's intrigued enough to go looking for answers. On the way, she meets and falls in love with a vicar with whom she can debate the finer points of theology and evolution. It's a wonderful yarn and it skips merrily between narrators, so you're fully swept along with the tide and immersed in a novel that feels as steeped in history as it is in magic. All right, Kristen's round two pick is The Essex Serpent by Sarah Perry. Okay. For my round two pick, I looked at your examination of Witches of New York, and I knew from that that you loved urban settings. And your other favorite read being The Lost Apothecary, I knew you loved books with a hint of the paranormal and were open to historical timelines. When I saw that you also loved the punk music scene, everything from for this next pick fell into place. Una Out of Order by Margarita Montemore follows Una, who desperately wants to be a musician but instead might be forced to make the practical choice to move to New York to study economics. On New Year's Eve, 1982, she goes to sleep uncertain about her next step. But the next morning, she wakes up as herself, except 51 years old, not 19. Who is she and how did she get here? Una, it turns out, is living her life one year at a time like everyone else. But unlike everyone else, those years don't flow in chronological order. Philanthropist one year, club kid the next, she flows through relationships and life changes and this magical story about music, but also self-discovery, time, and family. It's a great book to read and share with a friend. I could see your mom stealing it from you to talk Mm -hmm. about. Um, But also with the short, intriguing chapters, you are never bored when you are with Una. Okay, so our second round picks are, uh, Elena's pick was A Special Place for Women by Laura Henkin. Kristen's round two pick was The Essex Serpent by Sarah Perry. And my round two pick was Una Out of Order by Margarita Montemore. What sounds good to you? Um, I would say I'll leave this pick for this round. But I am going to read those other two books because I am really interested in them. They all sound so great. Yeah. So what drew you to Elena's pick? I think because I've never, I've heard of the other two books, but I've never heard of this book. And I think that Mm. more from like a mercurial stance, I'm interested to really see what this book is about. 
And I think that talk about like dating, you know, I'm always interested in figuring people out as well. Kind of like that Plutonian energy. So (laughs) (laughs) kind of like what's going on beneath the surface. So I think that that's why I would align with this book for this round. Well, uh, Laura Hankin, the author, she definitely did like a deep dive into the occult when she was writing the book and she got her cards read and I think she went to see an astrologer. So I think you'll enjoy all of those little details that she really did research. She treats them. The main character is skeptical, but Laura did her homework. Let's put it like that. I also think like including the words, Elena, in your pitch, read it for the twist. I, <laughs> I'm so mad at you. <laughs> Well, the, the twist is really good. Like I actually know the author and I I think I put it in my story, my face after I got to the twist on Instagram because I couldn't believe it. And then I was able to interview the author and I told her, I'm like, wow, I, that was that was such a thrill. Like I put down my work that I was doing just so I could keep reading after that the book changed and got to that big moment. So totally worth reading for the twist. That book really aligns, I think, with like my chart, like the thirst for adventure and like the unknown. I love it. Okay. Well, thank you, Lisa, so, so much for joining us today. Uh, Elena received 20 points for being picked for this round. And on top of the 10 points she had from the first round, that makes her today's winner. Congratulations, Elena. Thank you. Um, I'm a cancer son, so I'll try not to gloat. Um, I don't think that's (laughs) what we do, but it feels good. Thank you. (laughs) And so, Oh, sorry. Your sag moon is like, ha ha, I win. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I can relate. (laughs) We will be linking to Little Boho Bookshop in Bayonne, New Jersey in our show notes today. So congratulations to them and congratulations, of course, to Elena. All right, Lisa, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope your dates are wonderful and you'll have to update us afterwards. Hey, where can we find you on the internet and learn more about your books and your work? Sure. Um, You can find me on Instagram at Lisa Stardust Astro, on Twitter at Lisa Stardust underscore, and on Facebook at Lisa Stardust. My book, The Saturn Return Guidebook, is available on Amazon, Target, Walmart, Barnes and Nobles, and all indie bookstores throughout the world. Um, It's also available at the Hardy Grant website, and you can catch my horoscopes and articles at Oprah Daily. You can catch my weekly horoscopes at Teen Vogue and The Hood Witch, and follow me for daily horoscopes on social media. Fantastic. Okay, Elena, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at at Elena Wonders, like the verb to wonder. Um, You can follow me on Instagram under the same handle or at Books and Elena. And Kristen, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at at Paper Alphabet, P-A-P-E-R Alphabet. And I am on Twitter at R-M McKenney, M-C-K-E-N-N-Y. I'm also on Instagram at Rachel Manns McKenney. And that's about it for today's show. You can find all the books that we talked about today in our show notes. All the buy links go to today's winning bookstore. And you can find our show online at blinddatewithabookpod.com and at bookmeetcute on Twitter and Instagram. Please follow us and tell us all the books that you have fallen in love with recently. Thanks for listening to Blind Date with a Book. Our show is produced and co-hosted by Kristen Evans, Rachel Mans McKenney, and Elena Nicolau. Our showrunner is Rachel Mance McKenney, and our sound editor is Elena Nicolau. 
Kristen Evans handles web design and newsletter production. Our theme music was written by Alex Bozzi and our logo was designed by Chelsea Hill. If you like today's show, please subscribe, rate, and review Blind Date with a Book on Apple Podcasts. Ratings make it even easier for other listeners to find us and join the fun. We'll be back in two weeks with a new guest and more books to recommend. Until then, we hope you're falling for the next book on your TBR pile, whatever it might be.